I think, you know, it's a little bit different with each customer, but I think in sales, it's really figuring out what their needs are and what they need from you. Um, and in making sure that you're advocating for them for the things that are important to them. Um, so I think communication is really the key to all of this. You can make up for any type of shortcoming I think you have skill-wise if you just communicate well and make sure that people realize you care about the things that are, that are important to them. Are you ready to elevate your leadership skills in the electronics manufacturing industry? Join Sana Vinding on a transformative journey as she unlocks the key to exceptional leadership in this dynamic field. Discover invaluable strategies, emerging trends, and best practices through expert perspectives and insightful interviews. This podcast is your ultimate resource for gaining a competitive edge, staying ahead of the curve, and shaping the future. Tune in now and unlock the secrets to leadership success in the world of electronics manufacturing. Welcome to Mind Innovation Manufacturing Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sana Vending, and thanks for listening in today. I want to introduce today's guest, Mallory Mergent. She is a dedicated professional with a strong background in business and sales. She's known for driving growth and achieving goal as a leader at RC Mergent. She has skillfully led teams to surpass performance benchmark while building strategic partnership with manufacturers to enhance their business outcomes. So Mallory, I am so excited that you're here today because we've known it for a lot of years and I've been following you and it's such amazing to see how your growth as a leader, as a person and within the company. I'm just, I'm just blown away. Thank you so much for having me, Santa. I'm really excited to be here. Love your podcast and I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into it, right? Um, first one, and this is my favorite question, you know, it's always like, you know, what, what drives your passion for the electronics industry? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, this is such an exciting time to be in the electronics industry. I think all of the uh, industries of the customers we work with are going through this huge electronic revolution right now. And as they evolve, we get to be a part of this really exciting, drastic change and kind of help drive this evolution. Um, yeah. We're obviously a manufacturer's rep firm headquartered in Detroit, and we've seen a huge shift in technology of vehicles over the last 10 years, and that's been really fun to watch and, and to uh, be a part of. Uh, we went from having vehicles be largely a mechanical design, um, and now the technology you know can have up to 100 ECUs, and it's, it's so technologically advanced and just um, changing so quickly. So. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I really love about the job is you're just constantly seeing the cutting edge technology and, and getting to be a part of so many different types of applications. Um, yeah, we also, yeah, we also have some like healthcare customers in our territory, which are really interesting. Uh, we've gotten to be a part of applications that do robotic surgeries and save lives, and I mean the products we're working with are just really affecting people's real lives on a day to day basis. Yeah, yeah. So you're touching a lot of of the end product, but also, you know, you see you and me, right? Oh, you you know, actually there's an impact of, of what you're working on. That That's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah what are seeing the change before yeah. our eyes and getting to be a part of so many different types of um, industries and applications and designs. Yeah. How long is a, is a design cycle typically? It really depends on the industry. Um, for something like automotive, it can be at least three years. Um, so, you know, you really get to know the product that your customer is working on and you really, you get to feel like you're a part of it. It's fun to, to watch the new products come to market and, and know that you are a part of making that happen. Yeah. 
you have to be patient, right? If it's three years. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> have to stay Station in the game here. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but that turns into, again, because we've been, again, right? Pandemic is a couple of years ago, but we still, it changed the world, right? It changed how we communicate. Right. It changed how we work. It changed the hybrid, you know, in the office. There's a lot of things that has changed with this disruption. Um, yes. So how, how it has changed, you know, with, with, with your team? Um, because I'm sure, you know, the face-to-face, how you sell or you sold things, right? Or you showed up. Um, how, how have you modified or changed the way you're selling now? Right. Yeah, I mean, we have so many tools available now and, and not every meeting is face-to-face anymore. Um, but face-to-face meetings are still really our preference. Like, obviously, COVID accelerated so many trends like video conferencing and um, tools that we can use to make our job flow more quickly and and connect with people globally easier. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I think our industry and our success in the industry is still really based on developing relationships. Yeah. And we still feel like this face-to-face connection is is really the best way to do that. Um, at the end of the day, people like doing business with people that they know and companies they know they can rely on. And being next to another human being really helps facilitate this. Yeah. Um, you know, our company's turning 100 this year, which we're really excited about. And we've built a 100-year-old reputation because our customers like doing business with people that they know and trust and yeah. companies that they know that they can rely on. And, and this human connection, I think, will continue to be a really crucial part of the business interaction for many, many years. Yeah. Oh, agree. Yeah. And 100 years, that's just a huge accomplishment. So congratulations. Yeah, so yeah. how do you, again, 100 years, right? I'm sure you have a lot of experience. Um, and there's also like the company culture that has to evolve, yeah. right? Because you can't stay like what it was a hundred years ago. Um, <laughs> yes, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you address that so you you know you have like a culture fit? Also, when you're if you're hiring like new talent into to the organization. Yeah, I think you know um, over the hundred years we've seen so many changes, but the one thing that we've recognized is that there are two really critical pieces of serving our our customers and our lines well, and that's having good people and happy people and um, a high level of product knowledge. And I think our employees feel like they're part of our family. We're a family-owned business, and we have been for 100 years. And we try to make sure everyone feels valued and engaged and like they are an important part of where we are and where we are going. And we're a small company, so truly every person is a really important part of our company and an important part of our culture. Yeah. you know, I think it shows many of our employees have been with us for decades. They have started early in their careers and they end up staying with us through retirement. And I think when you treat employees like family and make it really clear how much you value them and care about them, um, it creates an environment where people don't really want to leave. And this yeah. provides such a value to our alliance because we can offer stable account management for, for decades and and really become entrenched in the, the companies we're working with. Um, that being said, we're, we're growing, so we are hiring and um, you know, developing new employees and staff has been a really big area of focus. And um, we're really trying to be committed to make sure that employees are well mentored and they're embraced into our team and culture and that we're creating another generation of um, employees that stay for decades. Yeah, yeah. So I like, I like the word when you're saying it's like you know a family. 
Um, and, and I've been using that same term. And I think a few weeks ago I saw on LinkedIn was like saying, don't say that because people, you know, <laughs> families don't like each other. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's going I smell on here? It too. Yeah. I guess, yeah. you know, families can be a happy or toxic, just like companies. And I think, you know, our, our family is happy and our company is happy and it's, it's created a really nice environment yeah. where everyone's supportive of each other. Yeah. And and I, I think I still like the word because, again, you can see and when you can come into an organization, you can see how they communicate or how they care about each other. If somebody is new. Right. And you need a mentor or you just need that form. Right. Where you can say, oh, I have questions where, well, you know, how do I navigate within the company? So I, I will keep saying family, even somebody is doing. I think the COVID years made that even more important because we were so disconnected with the outside world. And sometimes our our team's calls during the day were the most human interaction we had. And so um, it, it just made it really important to care about the people you were interacting with um, yeah. in a deep way. Yeah. How do you then, I, li I like that you're saying you're mentoring, you know, if you have new people coming in or joining your team, how do you motivate them or stay or keep them updated of, of what's happening within the industry? Yeah. So, you know, restaffing and, um, training has been a really big area of focus for us over the last five or so years. And um, I think, you know, this is a, this is a main area of focus for most companies in our industry, whether they're large or small or whatever role they play. And um, we've spent a lot of time planning and, and um, strategically thinking about the turnover of employees as, as people start to make retirement plans. And um, we've come up with a program where we bring in, uh, the next generation of our team at least yeah. a year before an entire uh, retiring employee retires. And so this has created a really nice dynamic where for the first year of work, that employee has a dedicated mentor who's, um, you know, either there for them to shadow or as the relationship progresses is there for them to um, use as an advisor and, you know, we've invested a lot in this because we feel like that stability is just like, incredibly important for our customers and the lines we represent and we want to make sure that when we bring new employees in they're embraced into this culture and that they're strongly mentored and that they're you know set up to succeed um so we're really excited about this it's it's really allowing us to make you know more seamless transitions and be very strategic in the way we hire and mentor yeah, yeah. so and yeah. that's clever i think it's really clever because you're actually planning like long term right you're you're looking so it's not going to be a surprise to say, oh, my God, right, retirement now, what's going on? Right. <laughs> and then it's yeah, just up in the air. It's really important, though, because the sales team are the 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 first line um, of people representing our company and also the, the companies that the manufacturers we represent. So, you know, they're a huge asset to the organization and, you know, organizations we represent. And um, yeah. just think it's really important to make sure that we invest into them and, and set them up so that they're going to be successful. Yeah. So any specific, if somebody's listening, right, and they're like, oh, how can we set up like a good mentor program? Any any learnings were in, in the journey that you had here that you can share and saying, do this, right? Don't do this. Yeah. So I think, first of all, find out who's interested in mentoring, because I think in our industry, and I, I've learned this throughout my time in the industry as well, um, we have so many people that are like, happy and willing to give their time and really thrive at it. And so I think as we've 
developed this program, it's been a really beneficial experience for um, the more experienced team members as well. And in in some ways, it's they've learned new skills from working with, you know, recent college graduates as well too. Yeah. Um, but you know, find people who are passionate about passing on the knowledge that they've learned over decades in the industry, and and let them tell you what they can contribute to the program. Yeah. Yeah, and I think with mentorship, right, it's both ways, as you just said as well. You learn both Absolutely. ways. Maybe you set it up and, and in the beginning, you're just saying, oh, it's just the one way, but it's actually a two-way mentoring. Um, Absolutely. Questions yeah. are thought-provoking, right? If you have somebody asking you why things work well, yeah. it gives you an opportunity to examine what you're doing. And I think that's a really beneficial um, experience for all of us. Yeah, I agree. Um, how, how do you learn? I'm curious to hear that. Well, I've been really lucky. You know, I've been in the industry for about 10 years, but I've had wonderful mentors along the way. And I think um, the thing I've found most valuable is just asking a ton of questions and um, trying to absorb as much knowledge as possible. Um, you know, I, I have multiple people in our organization that I still call for advice. And um, it, it's been so critical to helping me be successful in my role. Yeah. So what what if we go because I think you know the whole keep learning is is like to my heart right so close it's so important that you keep learning. Um, right. What what are some of the the skill set because I think you for me it's like okay what's my next skill I want to learn. Um, I'm always look like looking ahead and saying okay this is what I want to learn now. Um, but what's what's on your plate or your roadmap of skill set? Yeah, I think you know leadership skills are certainly um, a huge area of focus for me right wow. now. Um, I've taken on for a lot of responsibility in the last couple of years in our organization. And, um, you know, I'm still learning as I go, but uh, so far I've had uh, great resources for help. And, um, you know, our, our industry, I think is really special in the fact that people are really willing to come together and, and, and help each other and help certainly help younger generations in our industry for the success of us all. Yeah. Yeah. So how, again, I'm just, oh, how here, no. <laughs> um, but when you look at the, the industry, I think, of it, and we talked about it in the beginning, right? It has evolved so much, especially, you know, in the automotive industry and stuff like that. So how, how do you make sure that you have the relationship with, with your customers, that you are staying close to them? What, what kind of steps do you do? Yeah, I think, you know, it's a little bit different with each customer, but I think in sales, it's really figuring out what their needs are and what they need from you um, and in making sure that you're advocating for them for the things that are important to them. Um, so I think communication is really the key to all of this. You can make up for any type of shortcoming I think you have skill-wise if you just communicate well and make sure that people realize you care about the things that are, that are important to them. Um, we've seen this over the last couple of years with things like supply chain uh, shortages and, you know, there've been so many disruptions and it's been a, like an incredibly stressful time for some people in our industry. And I think yeah. that if you can show up for people when they're really having a hard day, um, they're going to see you as a trusted partner and it will create opportunities for you on other days. Yeah. And have you then, what kind, what kind of step have you changed? Has it been on the digitalization, right? With software, or is it how you approach customer? What what kind of things have you, when you look back now and say, this is how yeah. we've changed? Absolutely. And, it, you know, it, 
there was a, a gradual change, but then COVID really pushed us into a very quick change, right? Um, yeah. We had to very quickly adapt to using completely new tools. And I feel like at the beginning of that, t- that COVID, those COVID years, um, a lot of my job was researching technology and figuring out what tools we needed to provide to the sales team to enable them to be successful in their roles. Um, and, and so that was a bit of a learning curve, but it's, it's also a situation where each person on our team got to really share skills where they excelled. Um, and we kind of learned how to do our jobs all over again in a different way um, through the strengths of each other, which yeah. was really cool. And I think, you know, I taught everyone to be really adaptable. And now we're sort of coming out of that time um, with a whole additional skill set. and. A, a level of adaptive adaptability that I think is really beneficial um, even now, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it is. I, I think it's fun because EDS, right? It's it's coming later this year. Um, right. And now that it's changing to another location, everybody's like, oh. and I'm like, <laughs> it's changed, right? Now we've been right, right. in the same spot for so many yeah. years. So, Absolutely, we have to get used to what we should be by now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's just funny to see how everybody—not everybody—but you normally you don't like too much change, right? Um, and then this one is like the whole conference, and you know what are we doing now? But I'm pretty sure right. we'll figure it out, and we'll be there, and and everything will really be good. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes a little bit of change can be healthy. It you know pushes us to reexamine the things we're doing. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's how it is. So if somebody new is starting in the industry, right? Because I know if you look out, right, if I know if I'm going to ECIA or going to EIA or EDS, right, it's like that's a certain age group, you know, that is in this industry. Um, right. Yeah. So if we're like, we want to have new talent coming in, what kind of advice would, would you give to like a new person that's that's starting or new talent yeah. starting in the industry? Well, I think our industry is a really exciting industry for young younger professionals to come into. Um, there's a ton of technology. It's really cutting edge and it's, it's growing and it's going to continue to grow. Um, there obviously are a lot of moving parts in our industry and it's a, a technical um, type of environment. So there can be a little bit of a learning curve. And so, you know, I would advise people to just be patient and to ask as many questions as possible, read as much as possible and um, connect with people that you find inspiring and, um, you know, that you want to learn from because people are really generous with their time and you just kind of have to allow yourself the time to learn and become proficient and be patient with yourself until you're at that point. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, right? I, what I would love to see is also that you invite um, like more from the different organizations, right? That it's bigger groups coming. So it's not always the same people that would be there. Um, yes, absolutely. But but I'm sure it depends on, you know, what, what we are offering and there's always a budget you have to look at. So I, I, I get it, um, but, but it would open up. That's something we're trying to do in our organization this year for the ERA conference. We're actually bringing the newest members of our staff instead of the, the most senior. So um, I think any of those organizations where you have the opportunity to network and learn from people more experienced than you, um, it's just like a really great opportunity for new entrants into our yeah. yeah, that's good. So what's the, I love ERA. It's my third year going um, and I'm, I'm like excited to go there. Uh, I think it, there's so many 
there's so many nuggets, right? Because you go to all the different sessions. Um, so I'm 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 looking forward to this year. Yeah, every year I walk away with you know a handful of topics that I just want to research and learn more about. So it's yeah. a really great eye-opening experience. Yeah, and and I think it's good because again, if you go to one of the sessions, now you have a person you can go back and ask later, right? Again, back Absolutely. to the networking, how to learn, how to reach out. Um, so it's it's also a, a great way, so you don't feel that you're like in a, in a silo or, or or something like that. Absolutely, I think that's a that's a skill that is really important for younger people to learn that it's okay to reach out to experts in our industry or people that you just find knowledgeable or interesting and and not be afraid to make that connection. Yeah. So okay. Let's uh, let's look back. So if you had to give yourself an advice like five, 10 years ago, what, what will that be? Yeah, I think actually it would be along those lines um, to, to not be scared to reach out to people, um, to find people who I find inspiring and connect with them and make it clear that I want to connect with them and um, just, just really absorb all the experience that others are willing to give. Um, you know, I've had great mentors throughout my time in the industry, but um, every time I go to a networking event, I'm just so impressed by how many highly intelligent people we're surrounded by. Yeah, no, I, and I, I like that. So how, if I can ask, when was the last time, and I don't know if you ask and saying, do you want to be my mentor or you just start having, you know, you build that relationship, but when, when did you add a new mentor to your little personal team? You know, I think... Um, probably over the summer. And I, you know, I've really not had those formal conversations, but um, once in a while, you'll spark a conversation with somebody that you find very interesting. And, um, you know, I've had a situation where I followed up and asked for more information and people are usually really willing to, you know, give you their time. And yeah. especially when you're talking about a subject that you can tell somebody's passionate about, people like talking about things they like, right? So yeah, that's like, usually a very easy way to connect with somebody yeah it's a good sign right you can see that they light up right and then they're right, like absolutely. let me tell you no <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh i love that um so if any of the listener wants to to reach out to you how can they connect with you so they can find me on linkedin uh they can send me an email my emails mallory merchant at rcmerchant.com or they can visit our website to connect um rcmerchant m-e-r-c-h-a-n-t.com Awesome. And I will make sure to put it in the in the show notes and also on the website's episode page, which you can find on mindinnovation.com. So so Mallory, thank you so much. I think it's it's great. And I, I love the whole mentoring. And I think I love the way you actually are planning out and saying, okay, we you know, you need to you need to grow as a company, also like with a hundred years old. Um, but also putting in and saying, let's let's not have a shock if somebody is retiring, right? You put in that plan. Um so I, I'm really impressed with that. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited for um, the upcoming years and just want to continue to uh, move forward with the same kind of success we've had in the past. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. If you like Mind Innovation, don't forget to subscribe, rate and share the show wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Senna Winding and Mind Innovation on Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube. And make sure to check out mindinnovation.com. Stay curious and keep learning. See you next time.